Hello, MavMind Collective, and welcome to another episode of the HypnoSales Show. Today, we're going to be talking about negative language. All right, so if I were to ask you right now to think about a pink elephant, you could probably do that. But what if I were to say, don't think of a pink elephant right now. Don't think of a pink elephant. Whatever you do, do not think of a pink elephant right now. Would you be able to do it? Chances are you probably could, but you have to think about the pink elephant before you cannot think about it. And what this is, is the positive always comes before the negative word. Okay, so when you have a contraction where you have two different words in, in a language structure where you have a positive and a negative, do something, but then not do something. Or like if you say, I can't do something, you, it's like I can, but then I'm not able to you know, do it. I'm able, but I'm not able to. Then I can't. That contraction ends up being a positive and a negative. And the reason why this is significant, especially when you're talking with customers um, and you're in customer-facing situations, or like even with your team or your boss or anyone, any group where you're communicating, um, the subconscious is always picking up on the positive and the negative and trying to trying to process in that order. And um, and some most of the time, it's not going to be able to. Uh, completely process it because of, of the conflict between the two positive and negative words used together like that. Um, and and, and the, in some ways, the subconscious doesn't even understand language. Most, I mean, some studies have shown the subconscious really picks up on pitch and tone and, and kind of the feeling and the emotions involved with language when you speak them. And in fact, subconscious probably majority of the time is picking up on all the nonverbal, nonverbal communication versus your consciousness, your mind, that you're, what you're conscious of, is picking up on the language and the grammar most of the time. So almost all the time, because it understands language. The subconscious does not understand grammar and sentences. It just understands the feeling it gets when the communication is happening, either with the body language or the tone or whatever. And so having a positive and a negative ends up causing a slight conflict in the subconscious where it doesn't quite know what to do with it. And so it can leave the, an uneasy feeling in a deep subconscious level that, that the customer may not be conscious of, you may not be conscious of. Okay, I hope this is making sense. I hope this is getting through to your, to, through to your conscious brain and maybe going into your subconscious right now. So, so, so using the word don't, you know, asking the customer to not do something, they have to think about doing that thing first in order to think about how to not do that thing. And it can cause at a deep level, a conflict and a mixed emotion about it. So to avoid that mixed emotion uh, type situation with your customers, you want to use the word avoid, okay? Because this is an actual word in itself that encapsulates both of those things. And it has the same intention and it's grammatically correct, but it doesn't invoke this positive negative um, teeter totter that goes on in the subconscious where you say do and then not. Avoid is like encapsulating the whole thing. So the feeling that it gets when, it, when you use that word, a customer's subconscious will then pick up the word avoid and go, it'll translate it, okay, I'm not supposed to do that. But it will pick up on the meaning first and there's, it's no doubt what it is you're asking them to do. There's no doubt in their mind. There's no mixed feeling. So then they can, they can follow through and it's a very, so it's a very positive way to express that negative thing, that thing you don't want them to do. So avoid that. Or you can also use the word uh, stop. You can say stop that behavior. Stop that effort right now. Or avoid that right now. I need you to avoid doing that. 
until I instruct you later to do this, then you can do this other thing. But right now I need to, you to avoid that process or doing that. that. That comes across in a very clear cut way. There's no mixed emotion, nothing in the mind, the subconscious, uh, at the subconscious level that's gonna be conflicting and therefore they're more willing to, to step up and not do the thing you want to do. Versus when you say don't, um, you know, it's going to be 50-50 chance most of the time. And we do this with ourselves. Like when we say we can't do something or not, you know, we won't do something. We also, it, it, it's effective on us too. It gives us a mixed emotion as well. So, um, and I even have other videos. I don't know if you watch some of my other videos. I've actually said don't in a couple of them and caught myself uh, in, the, in the video and said, oh, I'm, I mean avoid. And I said avoid or whatever because even I caught myself. Because it's human nature to want to default to this don't, can't, won't, these contractions. And I'm just asking you to, if you want to improve your communications with your customers and with your peers and your boss, you'll use the word avoid or stop instead. Try to catch yourself. And I even said on one of the other videos I was going to make this video, which is what this episode is about. So if you go back, you, you can catch me saying that. I also uh, caught myself saying the word try too and said, oops, I'm not supposed to do that because even I, I, even I have the same uh, tendency to want to use the word try because it comes from my subconscious just like it would come from your subconscious. Um, try is a, uh, another interesting word that's a, considered a negative because the subconscious, uh, it, it hears it and it tries to figure out, do you mean yes or no? Are you going to do the thing or not do the thing that you're trying that you're saying you're trying to accomplish. I'm going to try to get to that. I'm going to try to set that meaning. I'm going to try to uh, call you on this day. Does that mean you're going to or you're not going to? It sort of comes across as a maybe. And at the subconscious level, it's another one of these conflicting words in itself, just like what the don't is doing with the positive and negative uh, conflict. Try is sort of like yes or no. What do you mean yes or no? Which one? It doesn't know. So it kind of leaves it like like deer in the headlights, that fight or flight mode of the subconscious doesn't know what to deal with it. So it usually assigns the no. It usually assigns, well, you must be no, because it's safer to go with no than to go with yes when you say try. It's safer for the subconscious at the gut feel, it's safer to go with something that you should be cautious about because the subconscious is trying to protect you at the most primitive level of your brain functioning. It's trying to protect you. So it's gonna go with the negative first before the positive. So when it hears the word try, it's going to, the feeling is that you're not going to do the thing. So when you're in a meeting, like even with your boss or your peers, and you say, I'm going to try to get that report to you by Tuesday, the, yet you have to realize that all of their subconscious is listening to you and they're really, the gut feel is, you're probably not going to do that thing. So you want to avoid this uh, syndrome by using the word try, you want to just switch over to just saying you're going to do the thing, even if you don't think you're going to do it, even if in your own mind it's a maybe, maybe you get to it, maybe you won't. For the sake of having the positive uh, subconscious acceptance of this emotional response you want to get at the subconscious level from your peers and your boss, say you're going to do, just say you're going to do it, commit to it, and then, and then if you don't get to it, Tell them why and then push out the date or whatever. It's better to have that positive nature at the point of committing to the thing that you're, that you're saying you're going to do versus saying you're going to try to do something which is very non-committal and it's yes or no and it's going to default to no. Same thing with customers. When customers use the word try, you should be conscious of that. When they say the word try, that means subconsciously they're not able to commit to it. They're not able to. So this probably will be no 
or it's most likely to be no. So you can hold your customer accountable by saying, all right, hold on, are you gonna try or can, can you actually commit to a date? Can you just give me a date or a time when this is gonna happen? And to hold them accountable as a good vendor should, as a good customer facing role that you are in, like me, hold them accountable to either yes or no. So that way it's clear cut, there's, nothing, there's no mixed feelings in the subconscious about that task, what you're counting on them to do. Um, so anyway, I hope this was helpful. In fact, no, I know this was helpful. If it's short, it was short. And if you're listening to the podcast, I'm hopefully you're going to uh, subscribe. And if you're watching this on the episodes on Facebook or, or YouTube or LinkedIn, hopefully this is something that you can share with a friend, you find value in to now to send it to somebody else and help them improve their communication and avoid using these negative language type words. Until next time, I'll see you later on the next HypnoSales Show.